All right, welcome back to another episode of the Online Course Elevator Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Lyon. I'm so glad that you are joining me today. Today, I want to talk about five roles that you can add to your online course business at a certain point, of course, that will help you alleviate some of the stress and uh, some of the basically some of the responsibilities that you hold as that sole business owner, because this podcast is really about helping you build an impactful course that also gives you freedom as the course creator and the business owner. We're not here just to tell you how to make another job for yourself. We are here to help you build a business that you can depend on and that allows you the freedom that you want in your life. So today we're going to discuss these five roles, why you would want these five roles, the kind of uh, skills that each of these roles needs to have. So we've got a lot of great stuff. I think it's going to be really helpful. And y'all, before we get started, please don't forget about my Facebook community. It is completely free. It is called Successful Online Course Creators. Um, it is an aspirational title, and I really want to grow this community to be something where we can have real live discussions about operations and uh, our journeys and the things that are working for us and aren't working for us or the platforms that we enjoy using. I want this uh, to be a no-holds-barred kind of business group uh, for course creators. This is not a place for people to come spam you. This is not a place for people to, you know, pitch or, or that kind of thing. If that stuff happens, I will be removing them. This is a place for people to grow. And so I, I'm going to be spending a lot of time there. I already post a good bit in there. I, it is very small, and I would love for you to come hang out and contribute and, and get some value out of it and, um, you know, give value to others. So, all right, that's enough of my own pitch. Let's get into this episode. Welcome to the Online Course Elevator Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Lyon, and we're here to help online educators transform the lives of their students while also growing a business that gives them freedom and purpose in their lives. We are going to discuss five different roles that I feel can give you freedom in your course business as the creator. And before we jump into those, I want to talk about two different levels that I see a lot of course creators at who might actually benefit from these or not benefit from these different roles. So generally, I see course creators at two different levels, and that is the solopreneurs and then more of the small team working together. And if you're in the solopreneur bracket, there is nothing wrong with that. It just means that you are doing all of the things and you're having to focus on um, exactly what works because you only have so much time in the day, right? And so you're probably writing your posts and filming videos and, you know, then going in and creating the actual media for the post and then uh, scheduling it out and, and all of that kind of stuff. You're recording your podcast, you're recording your courses, you're working on your own website, you're sending out your emails, that is amazing because, like I said, you're learning your craft. You're really diving in. 
but that can only take you so far. And that's something that I definitely have seen. And I actually heard a pastor say that your life will grow at the speed of relationships. And I thought that was really um, insightful. And I think that applies to business too. You know, our businesses can only grow really as far as we're able to bring in good people and surround ourselves with others who are talented in ways that we're not. And so if you are looking to grow and, and you really want to build up this business, you do have to learn to delegate and you have to learn to trust someone who is more skilled in something than you are. So we're going to talk about some of those roles today, right? So you may be in this place. Now, you may not be making an income that really allows you to hire somebody, and that's okay. This episode will be something for you to think about as you grow and as you uh, build up that income. So the second one is the small team, and they're all working together. This is a model that I see with the really successful course creators. They have built out a small team. Uh, it's usually just a few people, each one very uh, specific and skilled in what they do. And most of them are probably remote. It, and this allows the creator to actually take the time to uh, go on vacation if they want to spend time with their family, but also work on their business, not in their business. And that is a very important definition and differentiation between you working in your business and doing things every day to help your business run, you being a cog in your own wheel, or are you able to step back and be the visionary to think about where you want this business to go and to actually navigate that ship towards its goals and its vision. To do that, you have to hire people and bring people in who can execute daily for you with minimal input from you, minimal supervision, and you are able to steer that ship and navigate. So those are the two differentiators that I see, you know, the solopreneur and then the small team working together. So let's jump into these five different roles and I'll explain a little bit more about what these are. Okay, so I explain all of this because I'm not expecting the solopreneur who's only making $1,000 per month selling their courses and products to necessarily go out and hire somebody. You know, that may not make sense for you right now. Or you may say, you know, if I could just if you are making $1,000 a month and you could have a couple hours free that you're currently doing something you can delegate, then maybe it does make sense for you. But there are different levels to this and you have to know what level you're at. On the other hand, if you've been doing this solo for a while and you're making $50,000 a month, don't necessarily jump into hiring all of these people all at once because it will crash and burn. Hire one at a time, work your way up, get used to having an employee, build out some systems and some processes, and then you can continue to build your team. Okay, so who are these people that I'm telling you to hire, right? And this is coming from my own personal experience and what I have seen work. 
So the first one is going to be a project manager or an executor. This is somebody who is super organized and they, they can take your goals for your business and break them down into logical steps. They can get uh, really, really granular with what needs to happen in each of these steps. And then they can put together actions, action tasks for you. And that can be just extremely helpful uh, as a solopreneur, even or as you build your team to be able to delegate each task to a team member and they know what they're working on for that week or that day. And, and it gets really, really clean. So much like an admin assistant, this person is going to be helping you with your schedule, helping you with your calendar, um, setting up meetings, depending on what projects and things are coming down the pipeline. But something else that this person is going to be doing that you will need to accept is that you are basically hiring your own boss. This person is going to need things from you. When you have a project manager who is working towards a specific goal and that's what they're measured on, you have to accept that you actually have to deliver for them. So whereas when it was just yourself and you said, oh, well, I didn't feel like doing that today or I didn't have time, so I didn't get it to you. A good project manager is going to actually come after you and say, hey, I need this from you today because their execution is what they're getting paid for. And so understand that when you're hiring a project manager, you're actually hiring your own boss. Now, this person is going to come in and organize things like files and notes and, and media and processes. Most likely they will set up some standard operating procedures or SOPs that are going to make it easier for you and your team uh, going down the road. This really makes it easier when you hire somebody and bring them on because you have standard operating procedures that they can work from. One thing I will note about this project manager opportunity is that a project manager needs projects. So if you are, let's say, at a point in your business where you don't have anything going on and you just want to maintain, a project manager may not be the best option for you. If you are working on growing your business and you're saying to yourself, I would love to have a, a live community event and I'd love to build out a new course and eventually I want to do some partnerships with other brands, okay, then a project manager is a great option because they're going to help you break all that down and actually achieve some of these goals that you want for your business. When looking for a project manager, I would suggest somebody with a marketing background because they're really going to understand what it is you're trying to do in your business and how you make money and need to succeed. Most of the projects that they're doing are probably going to be marketing based. If you get somebody who is more of a technical project manager like software development, that's not necessarily going to be the same skill set. This is actually called a functional project manager, and they should have a platform or project management tool that they prefer to use like Asana or Trello or Monday.com. And they should really already have some processes that they've used in the past. And they should understand the types of work that you're doing in your business, like social media content or advertising or email marketing. They should be able to talk that talk with the people who are doing it, whether that's you or somebody else that you hire. 
Okay, moving on to number two, which is a content creator or social media manager. And I love this one because we all, as course creators, we create content from the actual course that we create onto what goes out on our Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. And it can take us all day and it can be so draining to create content. You know, you gotta, you've got to make a plan and you got to write out your post and then you've got to shoot a video and then you've got to edit it. You've got to put the media together and then really polish it up and write a description and figure out your hashtags or whatever. That's just for one set of plat like platforms like Instagram and Facebook and TikTok maybe. So there's so much to do with this. And having somebody part-time can really take the nitty-gritty part out of your content creation. Because what they're doing is they're gathering, they're getting the source material from you. That might be uh, the videos, the photos, uh, the written material. And then they're taking that and putting it together. You know, maybe you're filming a YouTube video and then they're taking it, they're editing it, they're writing the description, they're putting the calls to action in there. All of this can be done by somebody who is a good content creator and you don't necessarily have to get into all of that yourself. You can just be the source of the photos, the source of the words, the source of the videos. So a good content creator is going to have skills in all of those things that we just talked about. They're going to have great written communication. They're going to be able to edit some photos or use a design platform like Canva or Photoshop or something like that. They're also going to be able to do some basic video editing. Maybe they're gonna use Adobe Premiere Pro. Maybe they can do it on Canva. Maybe they can do it on their phones. As long as they can show you that they can and have done some of this work, that's what's important. They should also be able to think ahead and really work with you and that project manager that you might hire to build out a content plan and to think through the upcoming projects and events so that the content plan aligns with what they are doing. This is going to help you tremendously and take some of the emotional drain that happens daily creating content and that kind of thing uh, out of your schedule. The third person I think that somebody should add to their team, and this is not just for a course business. If you haven't added this from the beginning, which some people do, um, you know, it's, it's really important. And that's an accountant. I can't tell you how many times in my clients' businesses, an accountant has saved us so much money or said, hey, if you do it this way, you'll be able to write that off on your taxes. And so an accountant should really, really be uh, one of your best friends in your business and help you to understand where you can be saving money, where you should be spending your money in order to get the right tax benefits. You know, maybe it's something like, hey, you've made this much profit and you're going to pay all of this in taxes. But if you would spend something on one of these eligible expenses, then you can actually write that off on your taxes and you won't pay taxes on it. I mean, that's a lifesaver. What if it meant that you could buy a new car and needed to buy a new car so that you didn't have to pay taxes on that car, on that money? So I don't really have a lot to go into with how to work with accountants and everything like that, except that you do need to be keeping good financial records for your business. And that can be something that that project manager can help with. Maybe you uh, have a bookkeeper who first you know, keeps the books for you and then sends all of that over to the accountant. Or maybe you just put everything in QuickBooks every month 
and then you send it over to the accountant. If you find a good accountant and there are actually e-commerce accountants and you can look into those, uh, your local accountant isn't always going to understand the type of business that you're in. And because we work as course creators, we sell all over the world. That can be really important to understand how to pay taxes on that. Affiliates are another category of income that have kind of some weird tax rules. And there are a few states who are really uh, sticky about their affiliate sales. And so you have to be careful of that. And working with an accountant who understands e-commerce can really be a lifesaver. Okay, number four is a media buyer. And a media buyer, you could some people call this a targeting expert or a paid ad specialist whatever. This is the person who is actually going out and buying advertising space through different platforms. So think about Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Google. Any of those platforms require somebody to actually go in there and understand how the platform works, how to set up an ad, and how to go through the process of tracking that ad through to a conversion. And so we have combined it used to be that like you'd find a Facebook ad specialist, you'd find a YouTube specialist, all that kind of stuff. And now people have gotten good enough that they've combined it all into one because you'd rather pay one person than five, right? So looking for a media buyer or a paid ad specialist, generally this person is going to build out ad campaigns that are going to bring you conversions and sales on your products. I want to set an expectation that ad campaigns are not a sole source of revenue, generally. Some people have done really well with just a straight up ad campaign, but I'm not necessarily suggesting that. Most likely, you will spend a lot of money if you are starting from zero, have just created your course, and expect to be able to spend on ads and get sales immediately. I like to see ad campaigns build on organic traffic and organic success, not be a sole provider for conversions and sales. So just a little expectation to set there at the beginning. This person, this media buyer, paid ad specialist, they will most likely understand creative, copywriting, uh, A-B testing, analytics and tracking. They may even understand sales funnels because a lot of times the sales funnel is how they are being measured on the performance of their advertising. Whether or not that person goes through the sales funnel, that can depend on a lot of different things. And so these people can be very, very specialized in how they perform their advertising strategies. So ask questions, ask what they use, what platforms they use. What's the best way that they found to track their advertising? How often do they test their ads for performance? The other thing is this person needs to be able to report out to you or your project manager at least monthly on how well their ad campaigns are performing and what they've done to test and optimize those campaigns. Most likely, you only need a part-time person for this role because once they set up that cam campaign, it's going to run for a little while. They're going to go back and check it after maybe a week or a few days, keep an eye on it, make adjustments, run tests. Unless you're doing a whole lot of revenue, 
then you can probably get by with somebody who is part-time, but working at an agency or something doing the same thing. And that way they are actually learning on their job and bringing it into your business as well. And the fifth and final role that I think course creators need to add is a student coach. And a student coach, if you've been listening for, to me for any amount of time, you know that I love building coaching programs for online courses. This is going to alleviate so much Q&A and support from your plate. Because as you bring this coach in and they level up and they get to know your students and your students get to know them, they will be more of a source for information. And you will be that overarching leader in the education space for your topic, for your product. But this coach will be there as support. And you can continue to build this coaching team. You can even start your coaching team at a very basic level, like finding someone who is knowledgeable about your product, who is skilled in what you're doing, and just having them maybe focus on your free Facebook group. Maybe you want somebody who can go in there, answer questions, provide encouragement, suggest that people take the course, talk about the course, and just pay them for that little bit of interaction because that right there could be taking out a lot of stress. That could be something that you are dreading doing. If you're using a Facebook group to gather a community and gather leads inside of it, but you're not able to actually get in there and comment and talk to people and engage and give value, then you're not going to, that Facebook group isn't going to serve its full purpose. So the coach could just start out with going in there and commenting and engaging. And then maybe you move them over to your private Facebook community if you've got one of those. And they start to really give some extra value to those people who are paying for the course. And then they do well at that. And you can beta test them with a few live students. As you build this up, you can find other people who are, or they can help you find other people who are also going to be good at this. Now, this coach should also be reporting to you on any gaps, any issues people are having with the course, and also any praises and testimonials that they're giving for the course. This is going to help you gather uh, more testimonial content. This is going to help you build up your products and improve your products. And it's really going to kind of give you that uh, other person to, to talk through things with because they're going to be able to be more boots on the ground with your students, uh, helping you understand what that journey is that your students are going through. And it's going to allow you to have somebody in the groups uh, working with the students when you need to be away. So let's say you need to unplug for a week or two. Fine, you have that prerogative. You deserve that as the business owner, as the course creator. You know you can count on your coach or coaches to be there as the front line of support and encouragement and help uh, while you are away. So. Number five is uh, hire a student coach. Okay, those are my five roles that I think every course creator needs to add. Again, it depends on the level and these are in no priority from first to last. Maybe you need that coach first. Maybe you need that project manager. Maybe you need that content creator. Maybe you need that accountant. Doesn't matter. These are just as you're building, think about where you wanna go and how you can alleviate some of the tasks that are on your plate, your shoulders, 
and you can focus more on your business. What can you do to alleviate that and to get more done on things that only you can do? So just think through that process and, um, you know, kind of decide what's going to be the best for you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope this has been super helpful. Don't forget about that Facebook community. I would love for you to join. You can go onto Facebook and you can type in successful online course creators. You can join that way. I'll also have a link down in the description. And then lastly, I would love for you to leave a review on the show. If you have gotten any value out of it, if you have enjoyed listening to the show, I would love a review on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever it is. I would love to hear from you and I'd love to hear what you've liked so that I can do more of that content. All right, thanks for listening and I will see you next time. If you enjoyed this track, you can check out the artist Mountaineer on Upbeat. The track title is Check It Out.